Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. had the best wild RV encounter the other day mm-hmm. in South Dakota, which I always say, but it's like, I'm so blown by this. Well, you feel like South Dakota is just like a wasteland when it comes to other armies, armies? existing there. Yeah. 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 So I had a really crappy day at work. It was Friday and this is my last week of work. And so I was like, screw it like I came home I was like I need to calm down had like two glasses of wine and then Corey took me to this pizza place where they have like a wall of beer I was like cool let's go there and I walk in and the girl at the front counter she just immediately holds up her forearm and she has a love yourself like flower tattooed onto her forearm like on the same place that ours are And so I was like, oh my gosh, there's an army in South Dakota. (laughs) And she immediately started laughing and she's like, well, I'm actually from Kansas. But it was the best because like throughout the night, like she went over with us and she talked to me about ships and fan fiction and stan twitter and it was absolutely the best like i've never had a wild army encounter to that extent like when her shift was over she even came over and was like i'm leaving it was so great to meet you so like i hugged her her name was maya and so yeah now we are connected on stan twitter and it was awesome that's so cool yeah that is so cool that's like the immediate like reaction, the immediate like connection that armies have mm-hmm. just when we meet each other and we have all the things that we want to talk about is the fucking best. Yeah. I'm so glad I mean, that you we even that. talked about like Hope World, all sorts of stuff. Oh my God. That's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. In South Dakota. In South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back, guys. Yeah. Welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. 
Totally. But if you're down for some, I can't believe BTS is the first male group to go on hiatus and actually return. I had no idea that that was like true until me you either. told me that. Like, I am just amazed that they're the first ones to come back from a hiatus. And just the fact that like we never doubted that they were going to return, you know, no. like we were like, well, they have a concert at the end of October. Like, you know, they'll probably be back around then. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them to be back doing stuff, BTS stuff in the middle of September is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Or I consumed BTS content all day on September 15th, and I'm pretty sure I summoned them from their break. Yes. <laughs> I really felt that way. Yeah, you watched so much and did so much related to BTS on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Way um, more than I've done like since I've been here in South Dakota. Yeah. Like in the past four months, I've not consumed that much BTS content. And then they came right. back. And then it's like meant to be. It was like a BTS rain dance. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're down for all of that, then you're in the right place. Um, Today is a very informative, but also super fun podcast because we're talking about Army Essentials. Mm -hmm. Um, We lately have been hearing from a lot of new listeners and a lot of people who are new to the fandom recently. So we thought we'd talk about the information that to us personally is essential um, to understanding this fandom and BTS. Mm hmm. But before we get into it, we have to thank you wonderful, amazing armies for being here and for supporting us. If you're a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about us and by writing a review on whatever platform you listen on. And then if you want to go above and beyond and show us extra support, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Again, any type of support is super appreciated. We're glad you all are here listening. But just remember that our show notes are now being posted to Patreon for patrons Mm -hmm. of just $1 a month. Um, and then also this week I set up more perks for patrons giving five, 10, $15 a month, um, to include like behind the scenes footage of our research, which is, we just did that now. And that was really fun to record. So (laughs) So you see our FaceTime conversation. Um, we also have like reaction videos to BTS videos. And then of course, like personalized messages. Right. Um, So we're really excited about that and just excited to kind of bring you guys more Mm -hmm. if you want it. Yeah. So let's talk about our content of the week. Uh, This week, my content of the week is Jimin's photo booth pictures that Mm -hmm. he, of course, posted to Twitter five days ago today, but it's Monday the 16th, so... But, you know, he posted them and uh, I feel so grateful and blessed because so many of you guys like tagged me in them or like tweeted them directly at us Mm -hmm. and was like, oh, my God, Kayla, you have to see this. And so thank you. Yeah, because he takes his shirt off and then acts (sighs) like it was like he looks all innocent or surprised by the about it it. yeah Yeah. and his shirt says heaven which is just like wow him of course (laughs) (laughs) but all the pictures are just 
incredible. So obviously yeah. that is my content of the week. Mm-hmm. So my content of the week is Young's Mnet Boy With Love fan cam, which when I was on Twitter, I ended up seeing that this fan cam is apparently the most viewed fan cam of 2019. I was like, what? Okay. Like how Why have I never have I seen, seen it? it? Yeah. yeah. So I went and watched it and it's just filled with so much adorable complete like completely filled with facial expressions of Young, just both sexy and cute so it's like absolutely perfect mm-hmm. and definitely had to be my content of the week yeah of course um okay so before we get into the episode we do have to talk about next week um next week bethany and Corey are both going to be in kansas city which yeah. is super exciting we're really excited about it um but because they're gonna be here we're probably just gonna spend the time hanging out and most likely we'll not put out an episode next week however if yoongi happens to release a (laughs) mixtape by the 24th of next week then because we can't we just can't pass up the opportunity to do an album review together we love Um, doing album reviews together (laughs) they're our favorite Mm -hmm. so if um if he releases that before recording day next week then we will post an episode covering that but if not no episode no episode sorry guys but we'll be back the following week yeah, I hope mm-hmm. you guys can understand. We just want to, you know, hang we out. We just want to hang without, out without the stress yeah. of like having to like do a bunch of research together and document mm-hmm. all of it and take notes. We just want to hang out. In very limited time, especially yeah. when you guys have other people that you are seeing yeah. also. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just an overview of this episode. We are going to start off with a very very brief history of bts i mean so extremely brief it's painful but we have other (laughs) things we want to talk about we're also going to do an overview of each member including their interests and their personality and then kind of like their role in bts again those will kind of be brief uh then we're going to get into the fandom and just things to know about the army fandom which is where things get a little bit more interesting that we haven't really talked about on the podcast before Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we'll go into K-pop and BTS culture, and then just an overview of do's and don'ts of the BTS fandom. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the extremely brief history of BTS. If you don't know already, (laughs) their band name is BTS. Bantan Soyeon is their Korean name. It translates to English, Bulletproof Boy Scouts, but they've also said that in the States, we can call them Beyond the Scene, or their English name, I guess, is Beyond the Scene. Not just Mm -hmm. the States. So they debuted under Big Hit Entertainment on June 4th of 2013. Uh, Their genre was originally hip hop, but they have now developed into like a wide variety of genres, including pop. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Including pop, rock, Latin, neo soul, or like R&B soul. Uh, And then just like within all of these genres they kind of explore and get experimental with their own sound Mm -hmm. yeah i think they definitely like push the boundaries of each genre Mm -hmm. to like reflect their own style for sure Mm -hmm. some of the messages and like lyrical themes that you see a lot within their music it's focused mostly on like personal and social commentary they touch on themes of mental health 
troubles of school-aged youth, loss, the journey of loving oneself, and individualism. Mm -hmm. And these lyrics often reference to literature and psychological concepts, such as in Wings, Demian is referred a lot with that, like within that whole Wings era. Mm -hmm. Map of the Soul, we're just touching on briefly now um, with Persona, but we've come to find that Carl Young is the main contributor to a lot of the psychological concepts. Uh, So Map of the Soul is actually written by Murray Stein, which is based on Carl Jung's teachings. So Mm -hmm. yeah, they're, they're really deep. Their music has a lot of meaning and themes to them. Right. There's definitely always a lot to dissect lyrically in their music. Like it's pop music that makes you feel good, but it also Mm -hmm. means so much. Mm hmm. So we're just going to kind of talk about big moments in their history, um, stuff that for you and I, Bethany, always stick out and that we always remember as such an important moment for them. Mm -hmm. So the first one of these moments is from December 2016, which is when BTS won Artist of the Year for the first time at Emna Asian Music Awards, also called MAMA. Mm -hmm. Um, This was just kind of like a pivotal moment in their career. They had worked so hard for so long. It's the largest award at the MAMA Awards. It's saved for last. Right. So Mm -hmm. this was huge for them. Um, Right after this award, they were on the Wings tour, which was a worldwide tour for their Wings album. Um, Mm -hmm. Incredibly successful. Yes. Um, May 2017, they won Top Social Artists at the Billboard Music Awards, which is an American award show. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just to be there at the award show and receiving an award was a monumental moment for them. And then another thing that I, of course, always think of is November 2017, which Mm -hmm. is when BTS made their live American television debut performing DNA. Mm -hmm. And this was just I felt they really got to um, not advertise themselves or market themselves. But, you know, they like made an appearance on TV and for an award show that a lot of people were watching. And I think they gained a lot of attention in the States after this. Oh, definitely. Um, Closely after that, within the same month, they went back to Mama and for a second year in a row, won Artist of the Year again. So Mm -hmm. the biggest award available there. Um, And then just to mention it here, they also won the award for a third time in 2018. Mm So... September 24th, 2018, BTS spoke at the United Nations for UNICEF, a charity they partnered with for the Love Myself campaign. Mm -hmm. And that campaign is working to end violence against children and teens around the world with the hope of making the world a better place through music. Yeah, that speech at UNICEF was such a huge deal. And um, Namjoon's speech was just so eloquent and Mm -hmm. purposeful. Um, Definitely go watch it if you haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. Um, In November of 2018, they became the first K-pop group to be certified gold and then later on went platinum from the Recording Industry Association of America for their song, Mic Drop. 
So mm-hmm. that was huge. Monumental, yeah. Yeah. In October 2018, they were awarded Order of Culture Merit by the president of South Korea. <sighs> I just like can't yeah. even believe. Like we're just talking about this. Like it's just <laughs> normal. But here this are is facts, such but it's here, yeah. Here <laughs> here are facts, but they this is so incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, then they went on the sold out Love Yourself tour, which included an additional encore tour that was sold out stadium tour, which of course was the Speak Yourself tour. Mm-hmm. Um, we lucky enough got to go to both of them. Yeah, so we awesome. were very fortunate, but they sold out Wembley two nights in a row, which is oh like the God. largest stadium in the world. Like incredible, yeah. incredible stuff. 90,000 seats and they sold it out in 90 minutes the first Mm -hmm. time like that's crazy um then later on in may of 2019 they not only won top social artist for the third year in a row at billboard music awards but they also won top group which to us when this was coming up we were Mm -hmm. both like they have to win like they are the most popular group right now like just hands looking down. at it hands mm-hmm. down um they went up against really well-known western groups such as maroon five imagine dragons dan and shay and panic at the disco and they won mm-hmm. um so very again, well-known groups yeah mm-hmm. so just super cool yeah and Obviously, those are just some of the things, some of the moments in history that we think have really, you know, formed and made BTS what they are today. Like, where, like, they're just such a big group. Like, they're just very well known, very accomplished. Big moments for them. Yeah. But these are yeah. just a few off the top of our heads. Like, we didn't even mention the Grammys or anything like that. So, there's obviously more to it. But that's just some of them. Yeah. It would take a whole episode <laughs> to talk <laughs> it, about I mean, all of them. We really could. And we're, we're just talking essentials right now. Mm-hmm. So other essentials is, of course, who are the members? And um, so we're just going to talk about each member. We're going to talk about uh, who they are to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so firstly, Kim Nam Joon, or stage name RM. He is the group leader, a songwriter, producer, and rapper. Mm-hmm. And then just to get into his personality, I think everyone doesn't really know for sure their true personalities, but I think we can kind of, we kind of get an idea of what they're really like because they show that side of themselves to us. Like we don't think that they're putting on this like fake persona. persona. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like we have seen all different kind of aspects of them just being Mm -hmm. an army for so long and seeing them in so many different elements. And that's why I said like to this to us is how we see them. Um, Mm -hmm. So just our opinion. Yeah. So for Namjoon, the first word that really came to both of us with personality is introspective. Mm hmm. Definitely in all of his, um, in his lyrics and the way that he kind of talks to people, he's very introspective. Mm-hmm. Um, we also think he's really caring in just the way that he takes care of the other members and how he truly like is hoping for everybody's um, wellness within mm-hmm. the group and is always checking up on everyone. Yeah. And I think that's a reason why he got put into the leader role is that mm-hmm. that caring personality he has. 
We also said he's a realist because he takes situations and he's able to um, maturely figure out like a solution of some sort. He does, you know, he's just realistic about the way he goes into conflict. Uh, So that's definitely something he has as a personality Mm -hmm. trait. On the other side of being a realist, he's also a philosopher mm-hmm. um, in the in the we know this from the books that he reads and, um, you know, the things that he does and the the way that he writes. He definitely he's a deep thinker. Oh, he's just like the epitome of metacognition. Like he thinks mm. about thinking that kind of stuff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, he thinks of those big questions of existence mm-hmm. and why we're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also said he's pragmatic. It's actually a word that you you brought up, Kayla. Yeah, that's true. Because um, he just is very, I mean, it goes along with him being a realist. Like the way that he solves problems mm-hmm. is um, very thought out and fair and logical. Mm-hmm. And it, obviously, like kind of like what you said earlier, it's a good trait for a group leader. Mm-hmm. I want to say this one because this is just how I feel about him. But I think a lot of people can agree. He's kind of a dork. (laughs) He's really kind of a dork and a little bit of a weirdo, kind of a nerd. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's, you know, he's not like the smoothest kind of talker, which I think he could be. But he's just a little dorky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it makes him endearing and cute and approachable. 100%. Um, The last thing we kind of said about his personality is that he's also patient, uh, which I think we see in various situations that he's in. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. As far as interests go, he enjoys nature. He likes to go on walks. He likes to go to museums. Um, He's into literature and philosophy, like we said, Mm -hmm. and also sea creatures. Uh (laughs) Bethany, you want to explain? Little crabs. He loves little little sea crabs. And he just likes sea creatures. Every time he's on the beach, he's trying to capture them. And hold them to the camera and show all us armies how cute they are. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, of course, his members are his interest because he loves and cares about all of them. Yeah. So moving on to Kim Sok Jin, or Jin as his stage name, his role is he's the visual and he's a vocalist. So for his personality, we have to start off by saying he is chaotic. Chaotic. So chaotic. He is definitely chaotic in that he uh, doesn't give a shit. Like, no. he'll do whatever he wants to do. And it's great. And he doesn't do it in like a disrespectful way or like a harmful way to anybody else. Mm-hmm. But like, if he wants to do something, he's going to do it. It's almost like he's overreacting to every situation, but it's like <laughs> in this goofy, playful way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, he's also incredibly self-assured. Like mm-hmm. we never see him doubt himself. He Mm-mm. fully commits and he owns it. He owns it always. Yeah. The kisses he blows at us, the hearts that <laughs> like, he brings out on stage. I brought this it. up yesterday during research, but who really, really can just blow kisses <laughs> out to crowds, out to like the camera and take themselves seriously and like yeah. do it. And, and he can. And he like, doesn't just do it like at concerts where it's only armies watching. Like he does no. it for like 
American interviews, like large American <laughs> interviews where anyone could possibly see it. <laughs> because he's so sure that mm-hmm. everybody just sees how handsome he is yes. and is so drawn to him. Very self-assured, very confident. For Another sure. word that we use to describe his personality is headstrong. And we don't mean this in a negative way. We just think that Jin has his beliefs and what he thinks and he's opinionated about them. And Mm -hmm. so it's not that he's closed minded or anything. It's just like when someone comes at him with something kind of off the wall or different, he just is like, what? (laughs) And very (laughs) like opinionated about it or will like call you out on your shit very easily. Like he's just headstrong. Yeah, we love him for it. Yeah. Uh, we also said that he's goofy. Um, we Many people know that he's known for his laugh and mm-hmm. um, his ability to be the oldest member in the group, but sometimes act the youngest or mm-hmm. act among some of the youngest because he can just be so goofy and fun and silly. He's definitely not afraid to play around and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And that really goes into our last personality trait, which is youthful. He, I think what makes him youthful is that he doesn't really take anything too seriously. I mean, he does, like he can get really serious, especially like when they performed Fake Love in America for their, Mm -hmm. like basically first live performance of Fake Love. You see him behind the stage in a bon ton bomb where he's like practicing over and over. So obviously he's serious, but like, in his everyday life, it seems like he's kind of just more youthful and like, Chill. okay, like it's so yeah. contrast to what we're saying about headstrong, but you know, like he's, he's just younger. He <laughs> acts complex. younger than his actual age. <laughs> yeah. So some of his interests include video games, specifically like Mario games, fishing, which we've seen a lot of lately, Blowing kisses, which we had to mention, but also pets. He loves having his pets Mm -hmm. and he loves his pets. Food and cooking is a big one. He loves to eat and he loves to cook. And then lastly, working out, which we know that he was the one who inspired Jungkook to become a muscle pig. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so on to Min Yoongi, stage name Suga. And his role is rapper, producer, and songwriter. He is truly such an incredible rapper and he is known like he's the most he's the number one in demand producer in Korea mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about his personality. We think because he's been through so much and worked so hard to get mm-hmm. to where he is. He is incredibly wise. Mm-hmm. Um, Very he wise. has wisdom beyond his years for sure. I know people like jokingly say he's like a little old man, but he really is wise beyond his years. He's just Mm -hmm. been through a lot, experienced a lot. Another personality trait is determined, which kind of goes along with what you were saying, Kayla. Like he like maybe wasn't the most supported with his music when he was growing up, but he like made this for himself and he was like, I want to be a producer. I want to write music. Um, And ever since then, as we've gotten into BTS and like they've grown um, and they've come really far, he's still very determined to just like keep improving and keep writing and keep producing. Mm -hmm. 
Another thing that we said about him is that he's introverted. And this isn't to say that he can't be outgoing at times Mm -hmm. or, you know, he can't be exciting. But like his personality, as far as like just being more of a calm and um, like kind of he he enjoys being alone. He enjoys Mm -hmm. having that time. That's definitely like introverted traits. Yeah. Yeah. What really made us think of that is that like in his free time, we feel that he's probably by himself, like for the majority of it. Mm -hmm. And it's just what he wants to do. It's because he wants to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then another thing is caring. He's super caring, even though it may not be as forward as Namjoon's version of caring. It's a little bit Mm -hmm. more subtle. But we have so many clips of him like being caring behind the scenes where like, I mean, it's just so subtle, like just handing a member a water bottle. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's just the best way that he does it is that he doesn't even look at whoever he's caring Mm -hmm. for or like acknowledge that he, you know, that he knew that they needed something. But we just see him so many times just handing something to a member or doing something for them with like out even thinking anything Mm -hmm. of it he's very selfless Mm -hmm. that was not a personality trait we wrote but i feel like selfless is so fitting like i feel like if they were all starving he would give them all his food oh yeah that's so true Mm -hmm. another personality trait is he's just a virtuoso he is a musical genius he has Mm. this natural talent ability for music that can only be described as a virtuoso. Yeah. Um, he's also very collected, um, mm-hmm. kind of goes along with his introverted, wise nature. Mm-hmm. And he's also pretty mature, um, mm-hmm. probably one of the most like mature acting amongst all of the members. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So as far as his interests go, obviously, like one of his big interests are producing and writing music, even though that's his job. We truly feel like that's his favorite thing to do Mm -hmm. besides just laying in bed and relaxing. But like Mm -hmm. if he was doing something, I feel like he'd rather be doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of relaxing, he also likes relaxing. Yeah. Uh, He additionally enjoys sports like basketball and baseball. He played basketball. We've Mm -hmm. seen him go to some baseball games. Mm -hmm. Um, And lastly is um, alcohol and liquor. (laughs) He just knows a lot about like Mm -hmm. different beers and different alcohols. He's informed on it. Mm -hmm. He's informed. Like he's a, he's truly like a drinker who is like, it's like a hobby type thing. Like Mm -hmm. you have an interest you know yeah um he just knows a lot so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so moving on next is jung hosok stage name j-hope so his role in bts is he is a dancer rapper and then he also dabbles in songwriting and producing and vocals he's just (laughs) that talented (laughs) um so for his personality first thing that comes to mind is positive i mean we have hope world he's always pretty optimistic with all the members he never seems negative about anything or ever seems to be down uh he definitely gets down but he tends to have that positive personality 
to kind of bring mm-hmm. him up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, he's also very um, organized and clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of those members, like, he has a, a morning routine and mm-hmm. he, you know, like, has, like, his set breakfast and, like, whatever. And mm-hmm. he's always very punctual along with that. So just somebody yes. who mm-hmm. likes to have his life in order. We also think he's a really good listener. Uh, A lot of the members have said that they're very comfortable with going to Hobie and talking to him about stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. Going along with like clean and organized, he's also a perfectionist, which I think is why he's so clean and organized. But when it comes to choreography, he is a perfectionist. He wants to make it as perfect as it can be, um, which is not really a bad trait. No, and he does it amazingly Mm -hmm. uh the last thing we want to talk about with his personality is just his unreal stage presence um both times that we've seen them live he has wrecked us both so hard uh and if you watch any performance of theirs when it's like a big concert when he comes out on stage he fucking owns the entire crowd Mm -hmm. not to say that the rest of bts are incredible performers but the way that he controls us is like manipulate the crowd in ways that i never knew that someone one single person can manipulate an entire crowd of like ninety thousand people i yes (laughs) and he like he literally like shines with happiness like when Mm -hmm. he's doing it and yeah it's it's incredible yes he's also very energetic that's another personality trait mm-hmm. so for his interest we should have more for this but we kind of struggled <laughs> um dancing obviously that's his main interest he's had a passion for it for a while but also fashion which anytime you see any sort of airport pictures or anything like that or just any interview they always say that he has the most expensive taste like he's just very into fashion Mm -hmm. um but lastly we put family just spending time with his family we know that he's very close with his sister so i feel that anytime he has the opportunity to be with family he will go and be with them over like traveling or something like that Mm -hmm. something that just came to mind is he also likes collecting like he collects the cause figurines yeah. and oh yeah like that's right yeah and he so he's really into collecting like things mm-hmm. that he likes mm-hmm. um next is park jimin stage name just jimin um he is a singer and a dancer in bts also my bias um <laughs> if this is your first app um, <laughs> in case you didn't know uh so his personality um, the first thing that came to mind which i don't know if this is what this is saying but i think he is mischievous justin like i don't know we kind of see him like messing with everybody or like stirring the pot like he's mm-hmm. very kind of like flirtatious also so that kind of goes along with it he kind of has a facial expression where he looks like he's up to no good yeah totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, we also said he's very charismatic. Uh, I don't know what it is about him, but he's got this charm. And I think anyone who comes in his path, like it's just he's easy to get along with. He's just very likable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also lighthearted in that, like we find him very easygoing. He's always smiling and laughing but mm-hmm. we do know that there is an underlying temper that members mm-hmm. have talked about in the past <laughs> <laughs> and you can kind of see it bubble up at times yeah you can he's good yeah. at kind of concealing it but you can mm-hmm. see it in his little stifled mouth 
Um, he's also very thoughtful and very loving. Anytime he gives gifts to members or talks about members, he's always complimenting them and he's just loves all of them hugging on them he's super sweet and lovable and touchy Mm -hmm. so as far as his interests go he's into fashion dancing he also really loves socializing just hanging out he has a bunch of different friends that he hangs out with Mm -hmm. um he likes drinking he likes traveling and of course he loves army had to throw Mm -hmm. that one in he really loves army he really loves army (laughs) So next is Kim Young or stage name V. His role is visual and vocalist. So for personality, I always immediately go to unpredictable. His behavior and how he communicates and anytime BTs are hanging out, it's just like you're sitting on the edge of your seat because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of unpredictable. Yeah, and I think he's unpredictable in, like, a really eccentric way, which Mm -hmm. I always relate his personality to, like, Jeff Goldblum, Mm -hmm. which, like, if you have seen a Jeff Goldblum interview, like, that's how I feel truly Young will be that way when he's, like, that age. Yeah. Um, Because he already has that kind of air about him. Mm -hmm. It's just... You know no one like him. There's yeah, just no one like him. He's so unique. Mm-hmm. He's like very eclectic also at the same mm-hmm. time, like very artsy, uh, definitely experiments in, you know, like what he's wearing. Mm-hmm. He's also very carefree. Um, he kind of mm-hmm. just goes with the flow. Uh, he doesn't seem to be like he has opinions, but he's not super vocal about it. Or if you come with him with something, he seems like he's not going to really judge you or anything. He's just kind of very easygoing, easygoing guy. Yeah. He's also very artistically minded. Uh, he is just pure like artist mind I don't know how else to say it he just wants to explore art and experience art and be in art and he when he goes and expresses it it's just like an artist mind that I really have no idea what that's like um yeah it's just we try to think about it and we try to explain it and you really um we can really just observe it because Mm -hmm. we don't have that um but he really he has this kind of like out of the box thinking Mm -hmm. um that we understand and that we can you know see where he's coming from but just like the things that he thinks about and the way that he expresses them is just like wow I can't believe you even very How off the think wall, of it that way? very yeah. unique, very mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. And then lastly, he's sentimental, like with all his members, like especially like Yoongi and Jimin and Namjoon, really all of them. He just is like mm-hmm. so sentimental. Uh, he just loves them all, but he likes those little, he tries to be like really wise, but it's in this, of course, very eclectic, different eccentric way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for his interests, we have fashion, we have Yonton, which of course, photography, singing, songwriting. He's really written quite a few songs now. K-dramas, anime, he's always watching something on his phone or gaming, playing something on his phone. And then lastly, art and painting, which he's really been doing more recently. Mm-hmm. So on to Jung Jungkook or Jungkook. 
for his stage name. His role is vocalist, dancer, machne, and he also dabbles in songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, for his personality, we just know that he is a punk emo boy at heart. Oh yeah, he he <laughs> totally used to listen to like screamo. He loves the the chance to headbang. And he's a little emo boy and mm-hmm. dressing all black and just chilling in the background. Mm-hmm. He's also kind of shy. When he is on stage, he doesn't give off this vibe. But when you see him in interviews, like you'll see him just kind of hide behind Namjoon. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just he's not quick to be like fully himself around people. He withholds a little bit. Yeah, um, which we think is kind of because he's a little bit introverted. Mm-hmm. Um which kind of just contributes to that kind of distance that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also very ambitious. Uh, when he sets his mind to doing something, he fully commits. And, mm-hmm. man, he does it. Um, mm-hmm. he just and he doesn't half-ass anything. No, and he's so talented. Yeah, I think the reason he doesn't have ass is because he's just so gifted already. So whenever he touches something, he's immediately like better than most people who've <laughs> like would try to go and touch something, some sort of hobby. It's just unfair. Um, yeah. Very gifted. He's mm-hmm. also just kind of a happy guy. Like he's just you never, you know, he just seems to be a little bit more uh cheerful, I think. Yeah. About things. For sure. Mm-hmm. He's definitely also very courageous. Um, he's he's not afraid to step up to a challenge and, you know, to kind of see something through. Mm-hmm. So uh, as far as his interests go, he's very much so into videography. Uh, we always see his golden closet films. Uh, he likes working out. He mm-hmm. likes improving his singing and dancing, and he likes hanging out with friends and being athletic in general. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So moving on to the fandom. So these are places where you guys as armies can connect with each other. So YouTube is actually a really great place to do that. Uh, go to the comment section, interact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another big place is Stan Twitter and then also other social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. I did not know until I was like into the fandom for like months <laughs> before I realized that BTS had a Twitter, like BTS underscore TWT. Had no idea. I was just following Big Hit Entertainment like a dummy, but I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, and really like each platform that you're on is going to have some differences. YouTube has like a lot of edits. Um, and then I'm on Stan Twitter a lot and that's like, I feel Stan Twitter is the, the source of a lot of information. Um, and then just like a lot of like talking about BTS or like a lot of jokes. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then if you want to be on Instagram, I'm, I guess you can call it Stan Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> but there you're going to find a little bit less information, a little bit more just like fangirling, fanboying, uh, thirst posts, thirst, kind of. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of more younger armies on Instagram as well. But there's a lot of young ones on Twitter, too. But mm-hmm. it's, all, it's just a whole mix of everything. Yeah. And then on Facebook, you can find some stuff. There's a few good pages with info. Yeah. I think there's a lot of other like international armies who might be a little bit more into Facebook. Yeah. Um, But they're they're not like English isn't their primary language. 
Um, there's also Army Amino, which we're not on. Um, mm-hmm. This website to us is too fucking chaotic. There's like a chat on every page <laughs> that you can't turn off. And like it just scrolls at the bottom, but takes up half the page. Yeah. Like there's like all so shit on the side. you can't focus on what you're trying to read. Yeah. It's just like it's too much. Um, yeah. I don't feel like any information really comes from Army Amino. It's just kind of like it's like blogs about BTS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another place where you can connect is like through fan fictions and fan art. Uh, so AO3 is a wonderful place to read fanfics, as is Wattpad. And then you can kind of find some Twitter ones too. And then fan mm-hmm. art is kind of put all over. You can see it on, see on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even like on YouTube. Right. So we as fans can connect with BTS of course, on Stan Twitter, like we can see their tweets, but on Weverse, they actually comment on people's stuff and post on there. They also post on Fan Cafe, which is like a Korean site. But like if you're on Twitter or sometimes on different platforms, you can see translations. And then what's really cool is the V Live app where they will actually go live randomly for like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. And they'll do different things like album reviews um, or just hanging out like eating and talking or whatever yeah um and you can just talk in the chat and they read the messages in the chat and they'll respond to them which is really really cool Mm -hmm. so forms of bts content there's tons of places where you can consume and find bts content rather than just their music and on social media so there's Bon Voyage 1, 2, and 3, which is posted to Live. You have to buy it, um, but they basically go on vacation together. There's Amazing. Run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Run BTS, which is kind of just like a variety show type of thing where they play games. There's Bonton Bombs, which are posted to YouTube, but where it's like behind the scenes of like different comeback stages and like et cetera, like all sorts of behind the scenes. Uh, There's their vlogs from early BTS uh, when they've debuted and stuff. That's also on YouTube. There's their American Hustle Life, uh, like American. I don't know. It wasn't American. They were just in America, but it was a TV series. I forgot what it was Mm -hmm. through. Go check out that bonus episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They also have summer packages and season greetings packages. They're kind of like Bon Voyage in a sense, but it's not as like, easygoing I feel like there's those packages have more like pictures and Mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff like I got a fan like a hand fan in one of them (laughs) yeah there's also burn the stage which is on YouTube it originally started as a YouTube series and then they made burn the stage the movie and then they ended up making another movie bring the soul the movie and so those were both in theaters but of course you can buy them on DVD as well Mm-hmm. And those just like follow their their tours, their wings mm-hmm. tour and their love yourself tour. So next we're going to get into K-pop culture slash BTS culture. So the first thing we want to talk about is what is a comeback and how does it work? Because Mm -hmm. when we first joined, like we had no idea when comeback Mm -hmm. was happening and people were like talking about it. Like we truly did not know how much it really was. Yeah. Had no idea. (laughs) No, no clue. So we just expected an album (laughs) and a music video. Right. Uh, So the comeback term the term comeback marks the release of each new album which happens in k-pop really every three to six months groups are known to make like smaller albums 
so they can just keep putting out music more constantly, mm-hmm. um, which is still working at a really high rate. Um, each new album release marks the beginning of a new era. So you'll see the term era thrown around. Um, anything they release at this time is remembered to be in that specific era. Um, so people will talk about like the Wings era or the Love Yourself era. Um, in a comeback, they also release concept photos and teasers. So little teaser videos to not only like tease the intro song, which they always put out a video for now, um, but also to tease the hit track. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, once they come back and release the album, they perform what's called comeback stages. So they'll go on TV shows in Korea and perform like three big songs from their album Mm -hmm. um most um popular they'll go on m countdown from the mnet uh station or on music bank from the kbs world station during this time um especially re like very close to the comeback date um quickly after it they will do a ton of interviews and live performances and v lives just to promote uh their comeback and they'll really heavily focus that towards the beginning of their comeback yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's a comeback yeah we had to learn <laughs> a lot about what a comeback was and it's taken multiple comebacks to really understand like the layout and how it mm-hmm. works because there's definitely a formula there's like a regimen that they all go through right. every k-pop group yeah So another big part of just K-pop culture is bias culture. So when I first started with, I think this is just like one of the first questions that people ask you if you say, oh, I stand BTS or whatever, they'll say, who's your bias? Who's your bias? Yeah. 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 And it's funny because Mm -hmm. you like, when, when you first showed BTS to me, you were like, you have to pick a bias. And I was like, what are you talking about? Talking about, yeah, it's just a favorite. (laughs) Like who's the one who sticks out to you? Who's the one Mm -hmm. that you tend to favor? The one you bias towards. (laughs) (laughs) But within bias culture, there's kind of like levels of bias. So people switch biases all the time. Uh, There's bias wreckers where you have your bias, but you've got this other person who just wrecks you. Like they make you question whether or not they really are your bias because Mm of various other factors. Uh, (laughs) And then there's also within K-pop culture, an ultimate bias, which is you stand multiple groups, but you have one person out of all those groups that you can call your ultimate bias. Like, oh, I stand twice and my bias in that is Sana, but then I also stand BTS and my bias is Yoongi, but my ultimate bias is Yoongi, like Mm -hmm. between those two. Right. And then there's also OT7 or whatever number you want to put behind it for whatever group you stand. Mm -hmm. But OT7 in BTS and ARMY culture is that you love them all, which we, you can still be OT7 and say you have a bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, like, we both say that we're OT7, but mm-hmm. obviously we both have biases. Yeah, yeah. And then lastly, there's these awful people who are called solo stands, <laughs> <laughs> who are, Lisa say, not OT7. They are, I only stand Jungkook, and I don't really care about all the other members. Or even if you're like, I'm a Jungkook bias, and I like the Maknae line, but I just can't stand 
j-hope like yeah you will or get even worse, hated on <laughs> like, even worse liking like six of the members and then hating one of them like being yeah, like, a what the massive anti <laughs> i don't fucking understand it like yeah 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 so don't be so a solo stand yeah don't be a solo yeah. stand so that's that's bias culture so there's also ship culture. Um, we have a ship series, so obviously we know a lot about ship culture. Um, shipping is just, it, it obviously exists in other fandoms. It's just um, thinking about two members or more in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you and I tend to talk a lot about their friendships and their possible relationships because it's just fun to kind of fantasize about mm-hmm. like what relationships could be there. Mm-hmm. Um, within this idea of ship culture, there's also the term OTP, which is one true pair or one true pairing. So this is like your favorite ship. It's kind of like your bias of ships. Like my OTP is Min June, which is mm-hmm. Nam June and Jimin. And my OTP is yeah and we could do a whole episode on ship culture but we're not going to talk about it because there's a lot of do's and don'ts the ship culture because Mm -hmm. some people can go over the top with the relationship aspect where it's like it's not real you know yeah yeah (laughs) but it's something we like to write fan fiction about and like think about Mm -hmm. right but we just like it yeah yeah so moving on another part of k-pop culture but it's really become part of like just bts and army culture but it's theories alternate storylines and universes so Mm -hmm. bts is one of the first if not the first group to have an extensive like intricate alternate universe storyline that connects through multiple eras if not all their eras if you really want to stretch it other k-pop groups have done this but just not to this extent nor have other groups managed to create and sell as much content as BTS has about their storylines. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's so many places where you can find information on, like, their alternate storylines. So, we've done various episodes in which we talk about theories. Probably about, like, 30 of our 85 episodes now have we talked about theories. <laughs> so, if you'd like to, go back and listen to some of those if you're interested to know more um, but if you have like a specific thing you really want to know about, you can go ahead and DM us for specifics. Yeah. Uh, next we want to talk about fan wars. Um, fan wars mostly take place on social media, but to sum it up, it's mostly K-pop fandoms having conflict with each other. Um, these arguments can be about hating on fandom behavior like oh I hate how army acts on stan twitter blah 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 Mm -hmm. or just hating on the performance of the group themselves or like any members of the group yeah so sadly this is a part of stan culture uh you'll see it on any social media platform um I even can say that I'm kind of I did this once, like not large scale, but like mm-hmm. I quoted some tweet that was like against EXO or something, and I commented something about it, like you wouldn't see BTS doing this. Um, and people yeah. were like upset. They were like, hey, I like EXO. Like, yeah. 
I don't know why you have to make it about like a us versus them type thing. And mm-hmm. they were they were right, of course. But it just goes to show like how easily it is accessible on social media. So we just want to say we're not promoting it. We're just trying to educate on the way that fandoms interact and really just say like try to stay out of it. Try to not perpetuate mm-hmm. it or add to it or participate in it mm-hmm. um a large th- argument that you'll see with bts and fan wars is like there's the whole argument of whether or not bts paved the way mm-hmm. uh, i think a lot of fan wars stem from that definitely um because it's like either armies saying oh bts paved the way either just being proud of like something they're doing or saying it like in a moment to take away from another group being successful Mm -hmm. like oh that's so cool that your group is promoting in the states but bts paid the way like that's super shitty whenever people do that yeah Um, so definitely just like that's a big thing too Mm So another big part of just K-pop culture and BTS and ARMY culture are fan sites and sasangs. So fan sites will often go to most, like people who run the fan sites or sasangs, they'll go to most of the BTS concerts, public appearances, even like airport arrival and departures. They're kind of like paparazzi if not our paparazzi, but they're fans, so it's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But they take pictures and videos of these moments in these places, and they post them to social media, typically on YouTube and Twitter. And companies will also do this as well. It's not just fans, such as like Dispatch, which is a K-pop news group. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they, uh, I mean, they'll go to the extreme of like buying tickets like plane tickets and finding the flights that they're actually flying on which is insane i think that okay that touches into more saucing behavior which i'll get into in a second but i think what really sets um fan sites kind of apart from what we think of the traditional paparazzi is like typically a paparazzi is like taking pictures that they that they take and selling them to media organizations but fan sites don't do that fan sites take pictures and videos and they upload youtube videos and make youtube money they like have a site yeah they like have a site that they maintain and like photos that they sell and whatever um So fan sites who do follow the rules and only go to publicly posted events in BTS's schedule are awesome and Mm -hmm. we support them and thank them for the many incredible photos and videos that they provide us. However, the ones who don't follow the rules and who take it to the extreme are called sasangs. So sasangs stalk BTS. Like literally the definition of a sasang is somebody who's stalking. Um, they mm-hmm. stalk BTS and invade their privacy. Those are the ones that find out like what flight they're on and get on the same flight and like take pictures of them. It's fucked up. Gosh. Um, like yeah. BTS has a private plane now because we're all so they were happy. Like, issues like that. Army was so happy when they got a private plane. We're like, fuck yeah. yes, thank goodness. Um, 
Sasangs show up when media is not invited, when it's not a publicly scheduled event. They also are known to get way too close to BTS, um, like pushing their bodyguards and like trying to touch them. They also have like a weird possession over BTS, especially over like the specific member that they cover or like um, a specific bias Mm -hmm. or whatever so for example just something that's happened recently is headliner um you and i have even talked about headliner videos on this podcast Mm -hmm. like when we talked about the mama 2018 performance um of bts and we have like really liked headliner and then a few weeks ago like maybe a month ago at this point like screenshots came out of what something that headliner was saying about jungkook um basically like really nasty taking ownership over him and like so threatening him and and like talking so poorly of the other members as well yeah oh wow and when that was released i felt dirty like I felt so dirty like wow I've watched headliners videos and like like, looked at their pictures and I just feel like ooh filth (laughs) yeah definitely so um it's just something to be aware of when you are Mm -hmm. consuming fan site content is like know who you're watching like obviously Mm -hmm. so many people watched headliner and we had no idea like another fan site released those screenshots Mm -hmm. um but you know do your research you don't want to support somebody who like if they've been outed as like being blacklisted by big hit blacklisted by bts you know don't support their content don't watch it don't Don't share it yeah Okay, so the next thing to talk about is just kind of um, about BTS's pride in Korean culture. Uh, I think this is definitely kind of part of their culture and the fandom, which is just because since we've been fans, um, since they've made it huge in the American market, antis have really accused BTS of becoming Uh, so westernized Mm -hmm. and kind of relying on western um, things like western music and stuff like that to become more popular so um, on purpose BTS like chooses they've been asked so many times like are you going to make an English album like Mm -hmm. can you make more English music and they're like this is a ridiculous question like they sing in Korean Um, they often in performances and in videos are wearing traditional korean outfits or korean dress um they have been known to work in traditional korean dances and instrumentation to their music and to their performances um they also include a lot of folklore and folk art in their videos and imagery And their lyrics often represent like Korean metaphors, Korean sayings, and Korean products. Mm-hmm. So they're very much proud of who they are. They are. And I think the song in the music video where they really wanted to express and show to people around the world that they have that Korean culture pride, like they're proud to be Korean is idol their song idol the whole video and the song is satire and you can go check out our they call me idol episode because we really get into it but i mean they're wearing like traditional clothing korean clothing they've got like bangkoks they've got i mean just everything 
there's so much detail into it. There's that folklore. There's that traditional Korean dance in it and instrumentation. Mm-hmm. It's all in there. And like they even say like the very first line that Namjoon says, they call me artist. They call me idol. Like you can call me both. Mm-hmm. But yes, like I they're not becoming westernized. It's just they have broken through Western culture now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fucking incredible music video yes um <laughs> just the best mm-hmm. okay lastly we're just going to list off the award shows that you'll see bts at a fair amount throughout the year uh so the most well-known and i think the most honorable one that they attend is mama which is the mnet asia music awards mm-hmm. they also go to melon music awards Golden Disc Awards, Soul Music Awards, Guy on Chart Music Awards, Korean Music Awards, and then even the American Awards shows like Billboard Music Awards, American Music Awards, and oh, now <laughs> the Grammys, <laughs> the freaking Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> they did go to the Grammys this year. You'll it was see them there. Fucking awesome. Yeah, they're definitely going to go next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the Korean Awards shows nowadays, they're almost like too small for them. Like they don't go. Yeah, like They'll you like won't send see them always at them. Yeah, but yeah. you'll see them nominated and they typically will win something. Right. Okay, so now we're just going to do an overview to kind of close this out of ARMY do's and don'ts, in our opinion. So do stan OT7 and don't be a solo stan. Mm-hmm. If you want to survive in this fandom, you cannot be a solo stan. <laughs> That's like the first <laughs> rule. <laughs> I was going to say numero uno and then I fucked it up. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> so do stan BTS. Don't start or partake in fan wars. Definitely. Uh, do participate in shipping and fan fiction, but don't take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Do respect their privacy. Don't be a saucing or support saucings. Mm-hmm. And lastly, do love and support BTS for who they are and don't try to change them or tell them what to do. Yes. Don't tell Jungkook <laughs> that he can't have hand tats. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. If he wants to have hand tats, then he can, you know, he has them right now. And you guys are saying that they're fake, and I bet they're not fucking fake. I kind of hope they're real. I hope they're real. That's a ballsy tattoo. I love but it. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Jin that he can't cut his hair, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't tell Young he can't have a mullet. Don't tell Nam June not to put cute filters on his face okay i'm done yes (laughs) (laughs) all right so that was our army essential episode hopefully we covered it all uh just it was very general we had to do you know we really had to be brief on a lot of stuff especially like their history obviously um but we hope you've enjoyed it and we hope that it was informative and maybe you learned something along the way especially if you're a new army uh, we really went into their personalities, the members' personalities, but to me, that's one of the most fun things to talk about in this fandom yeah. is just how they are and what they like to do. And so, I mean, that's the majority of Stan Twitter. Like, this is so, such a Young thing or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you all enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed it. This was a super fun episode to put together. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so if you enjoyed this episode and if you've enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Of course, we love hearing from you. So you can reach out to us on any of our social medias or you can email us. Um, you can also let us know that you enjoyed it by writing a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. Um, those just really mean a lot to us and we love mm-hmm. reading them. So thank you guys mm-hmm. for all of them that we've gotten so far. But of course, if you want to connect with us, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.